crochet bays. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet, while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Crochet Bays podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Megs. And we are the Crochet crochet Bays. And this is episode 30. 3-0. How exciting. It is exciting. Anytime we hit a zero or a five Mm -hmm. episode, I'm like, ooh, big deal. Are we going to get to a point where we get excited too excited about so many different numbers we hit that we're gonna be like "Eh, whatever i don't know i feel like by 30 if we were gonna do that we'd we'd maybe be doing that already but like i listened to um one of the other podcasts i listened to they've been they've been doing episodes for years and i think they upload weekly Mm -hmm. so the other day i was listening to it and it was like this is episode 327 and i was like whoa like that blew my mind thinking of it in the context of we've been doing this for a year and we're just at episode 30. Mm-hmm. So obviously they have like double the amount of uploads, but that's still wild. They've been, they've been doing it for a long time. I'm going to be honest. Like we, so we upload every other week. Right. And yeah. that feels like a lot. Like I feel like sometimes we upload too often. I know we don't, but I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. I could not imagine recording every week and uploading every week. I would simply no, pass away. Neither could I. And and the <clears throat> podcast that I'm referring to, it's a husband and wife. So at least it's like they live in the same house. Yeah. That would be a little bit easier because they can coordinate their schedules better, I would assume. And also, like, it's their full-time business. That was what I was going <laughs> to ask, too, is is it their full-time job? Because I think it would be different if we did this full-time and we didn't do anything else. Right. It'd be easier to pull off a, mm-hmm. a weekly episode. But you know what? Every other week, I feel like that's still pretty good. And I'm I am very proud. I take pride in the fact that we really haven't missed an upload. Like Mm-mm. we have stuck to our schedule, yeah. except for when we took scheduled break, which was scheduled. So I don't feel like we broke the rules. <laughs> we took a scheduled break, which was scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about scheduled breaks is that they're, they're scheduled. It's really important that you understand that 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 is the case. Yeah. In case you <laughs> so, didn't know, the more you know. Welcome to Jessica's TED Talk. Doo doo. <laughs> um. What? Okay. My brain is not functioning right now because I can't remember which one we do first. Is it what's new or what you drinking? What's new usually. Okay, that's what I thought, but then I had a moment where I second-guessed myself. Yeah. Okay, what's new with you, Megs? Oh, um, what is new with me? I hit 10K on Instagram, and that was pretty nuts. Yeah, you did. And we had a really awesome pattern drop that same day. Um, what was the pattern? Tell the people. I mean, you already did last yeah. episode, but tell them again. Lolo Ducky is released. So if you yeah. didn't get your copy, you absolutely can now. Um, we love Lolo Ducky, and there's some mods with her, so you can make her into a mallard or a um, flamingo. And I have plans for a few more mods coming out later in September. So that's mm-hmm. really exciting. <laughs> But I'm not going to tell you what they are. You're going to have to follow me on Instagram if you want to know. I haven't posted anything yet, but I will eventually. 
Stay tuned for updates or secrets. What else is new? Um, my kids started school, and that's been a whirlwind, yeah. but it's been exciting. Yeah. It's quiet in my house during the day, and that's lovely. <laughs> Do you even know what to do with yourself? I mean, this is the first time you've been in that house and the kids are like gone at school. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. I mean, basically what I've done so far is make turtles. I've just made a ton of turtles. I have like 37 turtles. <laughs> the turtles are taking over. They really are. It's great. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. What's new with you? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't remember if I talked about this last episode about the, the pumpkin granny square bag. Yes, I think you did. But tell us anyways. Yeah. Well, I finished it. I know I hadn't. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't have it finished last time. So I finished it. It's dang cute, man. I'm really, I'm really very happy with it. I thought I was making a 13 square bag. Um, and then I sewed them together in what I thought was the arrangement for a 13 square bag. And then I was looking at it and I was like, man, this just is not folding. <laughs> this just is not folding together correctly. I can't figure this out. And then I went back and looked at it and realized that it was indeed a 24 square bag. And I was only halfway done <laughs> with it. Proud of you. So proud of you. I thought, I thought I made like the whole part that folds together. But I made the first half <laughs> of two halves that fold together. Um, so that was my like stupid mistake of the day because i make a lot of those um like cracking your kitchen sink shh we're not gonna talk about that, okay <laughs> too soon too soon i'm very i'm very pupset about that very pupset not okay yeah that is what's new <laughs> my kitchen is in shambles along with the vibe um <laughs> yeah so anyway i finished the pumpkin <clears throat> granny square bag it's very cute the pumpkin granny square itself was a pattern from lara from be unique boutique um she has it like pinned in her profile and i saw it and i was like i need to make something with that and decided on a market bag and then after i realized that i needed to make 24 squares i finished them all <laughs> and finished sewing them together and then it turned into a bag and it was really cute it is really cute um yeah. And then just last night and today I've been working on a project that is kind of a fun, um, what is the word? Combination. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, it's kind of a fun combination of both of my businesses because I'm crocheting something, but it's for my hot cocoa bomb business. Um, I wanted to make a really cute little garland for the perimeter of my tent for markets for hot cocoa bomb season. And so I crocheted um, I found a pattern for some little like hot cocoa cup Amis and they're little small ones. They're not very big, but um, I've been crocheting the little cups and then I made these cute little crocheted marshmallows that I hot glued on top and um, I'm basically going to string them onto a garland and then have like a little hot chocolate garland that I'm going to string around my tent and it's turning out really cute. I've made, I think six or seven of the little cups so far i haven't finished them all mm -hmm. off but i've crocheted like, the main part of the cup um and then i gotta stuff them and do the like hot chocolate top part that covers it and then do the marshmallows so there's there's still like several steps in the process but i'm gonna make 15 of them total i'm gonna do three sides of the tent and five cups on each side so 
I need to make 15 total. So that's in progress. And I think it's really cute. Please I'm really excited. To see dip in your toes in my world. I know, right? In our little uh, group chat, Kim was like, oh, look at you making Amis. Look at our Jess making Amis. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can get them done when it's needed. <laughs> it's not that I can't do them. I vote that we make her make a Lolo duck. So if you agree with me, um, flood our email with prize cow makes Lolo ducks. The prize cow thing, you guys, she, she started something. <laughs> I just feel like it's probably not going away. It will That's never, it will never go away. That's the vibe that I'm getting. Uh, and now I feel like I have to at least sort of explain the kitchen sink thing because you just, you know, drop that little nugget of information and people are going to be like, what happened to your sink? Um, so yeah, I'm in the process of refinishing our kitchen counters because they're butcher block. I did them myself. We bought them raw and I finished them eight years ago when we moved in and they were definitely due for a refinish. I wanted to do it before I started hot cocoa bomb season. So we had to pull the counters out so that I could refinish them because I was not about to sand them down and do all that work inside of our house. We would never get all of the dust out. So we had to take them apart and bring them into the garage. And we have a beautiful farmhouse porcelain overmount sink. And we realized in this process, because of the way that the counters were kind of like wedged into the walls and underneath the backsplash tile, that we were going to have to pull the sink out in order to get the counters out. So the plan was we were going to build a little, a little like temporary frame for the sink to sit on so we would still have a kitchen sink while we were working on the counters because it's a week-long project minimum. And as we were pulling the kitchen sink out, we thought we had got all the silicone separated from the sink and the counters to be able to pull it out. Um, and we thought we were getting like the last little bit of silicone off and we cracked the sink and there were tears and the tears were from my husband <laughs> <laughs> poor michael just got outed he was, he was he'll never listen to this so it's okay um he was so like angry sad <laughs> you know that emotion angry sad um he was a lot of that and <laughs> i was also sad because they don't even make that sink anymore. And our counters are custom cut and the cabinets and everything. Like it's all custom fit to that sink. Luckily, the crack was at the back corner of like the flat part where the hand soap and all that stuff sits. It's not like in the sink basin itself. So we are going to be able to repair it and we are going to repair it. Um, but because it's an overmount sink, we have to have the counters back in place before we can put the sink back up to then make sure it's level and do the repair. So that means we don't have a kitchen sink until the counters are done. So we're doing a lot of takeout um, and any dishes we have to do are being done in the bathtub. That's so that's fun. Go get you some paper <laughs> plates and we have paper yeah. plates, but like, you know, that it's like uh, there's certain things that I you can't you. get away with yeah so it's yeah i'm i'm trying to avoid it as much as possible Ugh, what a whirlwind yeah it it's one of those things where you're like oh this will be a 
quick, easy project. And then it always snowballs into something that is not quick and easy. Always. But I'd rather I'd rather pay for like a fifteen dollar repair kit than another two hundred fifty dollar sink. Totally, know? totally. So, so what you? So that's what's me. <laughs> <laughs> what you drinking over there, Jess? I have the very last little bit of a no longer iced coffee from Panera. Mm, that sounds lovely. And you know what? I just want to say something real quick. Panera bread. Are you listening? Listen to me. They're only listening because we're going to get Shut up. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting a sponsorship with them. Shut That's up. the char- Charge Lemonade Queen. Stop it. <laughs> okay, Panera, listen. Listen, okay? I need you guys. I need it's not a want. It is a need at this point, okay? As a loyal SIP member club. SIP member club. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's a SIP. The sip club, whatever you said, as sip a sip member club, club. <laughs> I need you to stop talking. As a sip club member, <laughs> okay, who is loyal and who regularly comes to your establishments and gets an iced coffee with one cream, the uncertainty that I have every time of what the person who is pouring my coffee decides one cream means. There is no standard, okay? When you go to certain places, one cream means, you know, a tablespoon, whatever. Like, there's a standard unit of measurement. Panera has no such (laughs) standard unit. One cream could mean I am being handed an almost black coffee, or it could mean my coffee is as white as my skin, which is very white for any podcast listeners who do not know what I look like, okay? I need you guys to get your act together. The coffee I was handed today, I had to add more cream when I got home because I don't know in what world, what does one cream mean? Did they think it meant one drop? I'm not sure, but I need you guys to just like have a, have a meeting, have a fun little Panera meeting, get free pizza or something, and then decide what one cream means. Come to an agreement (laughs) because I feel like I'm being punished. That is all. I will step off my soapbox now. Thank you. Okay, first of all, this is a lot to unpack. Um, you miss never get saucy like this. Second of all, don't don't be dogging on my Panera. I'm trying to get that sponsorship, yo. She said my Panera like she owns it. I do. Surprise! I'm the owner of Panera now. (laughs) Oh, so you're the one to blame. Like, it makes so much sense. Wait, if you owned Panera, I would have a lot of questions. Um, Like, why haven't you bought me a house? (laughs) My question would be like, why haven't I bought me a house? (laughs) (laughs) Or rather, I did buy myself a house. Why haven't I fixed the house that I live in? (laughs) Or why did you buy the house that you bought if right. you own Panera? Yeah. <laughs> I want to own Panera. I love Panera. Davey does too. He's he's like hooked. And I ain't talking yeah. charged lemonade hooked. The homie is all about them sandwiches. Yeah. So They make a pretty good sandwich. But their soup is where it's at, man. Yeah, but. The autumn squash. Ugh, I don't know if it's allergy friendly. It's autumn. <gasps> I love that. What'd you say? 
I said they named a soup after autumn because it's their autumn squash soup. <gasps> You're right, they did. And it's the best thing soup. You know the sad dude, it's so you know what the sad part about that is? She would never try it. She eats like a toddler. <laughs> Wow, you're just really throwing shade at Absolutely, I am. Absolutely. And this is a great spot to let you all know that we have a special guest today. And she's on mute. She can't even defend herself. She can't. But but here's the deal, you guys. If you follow us on TikTok, you know that Autumn is one of my best friends. And I like to make fun of her. And she likes to make fun of me. And this is our whole personality together. So... Um, she's the annoying fly on the wall, but we can't get rid of her. So we just deal with her. So we decided why not make her part of an episode? (laughs) But in all reality, super excited. Um, Autumn's Adorables is here as our special guest, which we haven't had one in a while. So that's really exciting. And what a better person than our felt daddy. (laughs) Oh, gosh. She's like, why did I agree to this? <laughs> so anyway, let's take a quick little break and then we'll be back to introduce Autumn. Are you ready for the great Granathon? The Crochet Bays want to do a community project with all of you. Here's what we need from you. Make a granny square or two or five, but probably not like 30. The granny square should be six square inches, acrylic worsted weight in any shade of pink or cream. Choose whatever granny square pattern you'd like as long as it ends up being six inches in size. When you're ready, send them to Meg's P.O. Box linked in the show notes. We will assemble all the squares into a community blanket, which we will auction off when it's finished. The proceeds from the blanket will be donated to a charity, exact charity to be determined. So don't miss out on this fun opportunity to be a part of a Crochet Bay's community project and participate in the Great Granathon today. I'm honestly really excited about this episode. Um, Like I had mentioned before, Autumn is one of my best friends and um, has it's not quite been a year that we've been friends. Like we knew of each other. We had interacted, but I feel like around Christmas time was when we really became friends last year. So we've been friends for a really short period of time, but I feel like I've known her my whole life. So if you're not familiar with Autumn's Adorables, um, you need to get to being familiar with her because she makes amazing felt eyes, amazing plushies. She's got a few patterns, not, not a ton of them, but they're super cute. Um, and we're just really excited to talk about, um, the felt eye queen. Cause I feel like she gets that label now. So, uh, welcome autumn to the crochet bays. She's looking <laughs> a little nervous over there. All right, would you be surprised if I told you I'm wearing a muumuu right now? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm, I'm it's honestly, part of the brand. It absolutely is. And it's orange. It and is. that's what makes it even better. Because um, she has her mac and cheese walls. Oh Jess, Jess, please, please break the debate. Are my walls mac and cheese? Jess can see them. Wait, what? <laughs> is it a mac and cheese color? Yes. Um... I feel backed in a corner. Um, just, just say yes or no, Jessica. I don't, I don't, that wouldn't be the term that would come to mind when I look at that color. I wouldn't think that looks like mac and cheese. And now I have a new best friend. 
You're telling me <laughs> that you look at that wall and you don't go, that's Kraft mac and cheese. Mac and cheese isn't orange. That wall is Hello. not, is, look at that wall. Look at her shirt and look at that wall. Yes. I, they're both orange. Thank you. Case closed. I quit. This is the end of the crochet bays. Farewell, right, my friend. So in our view. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking of food, so, um, you, you guys uh, talked about some autumn squash soup. I, yeah. I can confirm yeah. Autumn would not eat autumn squash soup. I told you. She eats like a toddler. <laughs> Meg's, Meg's right, can probably me. guess a, um, the different possibilities of what I had for dinner tonight. Um, it was either Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, Olive Garden, or oh, Wendy's. And she did indeed name what I had for dinner tonight. <laughs> it was Wendy's, wasn't okay, so it? Your... Oh, no, it was Olive Garden. Yes. Was it just breadsticks? No. Or did you I get had... pasta? Well, okay, so I have a rotation. Sometimes I like getting cheese ravioli with Alfredo sauce. All right. I have uh, some, some trauma with marinara. So we go with Alfredo. <laughs> Oh no! Not marinara, not the red sauce. And if I'm not in the mood for like heavy pasta, I get the stuffed ziti appetizer, and that fills me mm. up if I have a couple breadsticks with it. Oh, that sounds so mm. good, dude! Yeah, mm -hmm. I want Olive Garden. Really Davy and my first date as like an official couple was Olive Garden. That was Austin. I technically in the town I currently live in. That was Austin and I. Spare no expense. Back in 2014 when Olive Garden was the bougie restaurant. And when I was still in high school. Yeah. Ugh, that's <laughs> mad. You're a baby. <laughs> Thanks. Listen. Thanks for just throwing that one out there. I got married that same year. <laughs> Wasn't even driving you. Wait, what year? In 2014. Oh, Yeah. Michael and I got engaged that year. We got, we started dating and got married that same year. Yeah. Legit. And never got our, engaged. Our, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> um, okay, so Autumn, what is your favorite toddler food? Oh, chicken nuggets. One? No question. 100% <laughs> chicken nuggets. I literally have I a chicken that. nugget plushie chicken. from Meg's. She does. It's a weapon. She stuffs those things like no tomorrow. If somebody breaks into my house, I'm throwing the chicken nugget. <laughs> it's a self-defense chicken nugget. <laughs> Don't take another step. I'll throw my nug. You'll get the nug. <laughs> Do you want to feel the wrath of my chicken nugget? <laughs> But this is this is where friendships <laughs> friendships can form or die. Um is, is the debate of where the best chicken nuggets are from. Oh the, the switch that just happened in Meg's face from like ha 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 to like no you Okay. Listen, we we first need to establish that chicken nuggets oh and chicken tenders are not the same they are, thing. They are not. No. Not as, even remotely. As a chicken nugget, chicken tender lover, they are 100% not. Therefore, slim chickens is not even in this debate. <laughs> no. Stri it strictly has to be nuggets. Right. Something you yeah. could, I don't recommend, but you could eat in one bite. 
Wow, yeah, okay. that's true. Usually, usually chicken nuggets, not Chick Fil A, but like usually chicken nuggets are ground chicken. Yeah, Chick- whereas chicken tenders are like you know chicken tenderloins. <laughs> right, right. They're different. It matters. I, I like how Jess says me. that as if I use my kitchen to cook the chicken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it's a totally different texture, biting into yes. ground chicken yes. versus, like, chicken in its original form. <laughs> in okay, its so original <laughs> form. <laughs> I feel like Meg's already knows these things, but, like, I don't necessarily know all these things, so I'm asking as a, a curious um, a person. <laughs> so, where your, what is your... In your opinion, the best chicken nugget. Well, okay, so it depends on the mood. I can never say no to Jesus okay. chicken. That that would be terrible. Yes. Praise the <laughs> Lord, hallelujah, Jesus chicken is always number one. Everybody <laughs> on this podcast knows that's my number one forever and ever. Amen. But honestly, it uh, I don't I don't even want to say it's a second because it's really not. Like mm. they're pretty equal in my eyes as Wendy's. Chick-fil-A or Wendy's. Okay. I do like that. I don't understand why people think that McDonald's nuggets no. are better than Wendy's nuggets. Because McDonald's nuggets are like cardboard with with potato chicken. Like that's what I would describe. <laughs> I, like I, I like them, but I wouldn't I don't say have they're a- better. Not even remotely. I do like Wendy's nuggets a lot. I like it with their barbecue sauce. Just that little spice they have to them. Mm, delish. <laughs> I'm not sponsored. I think the last time I had a Wendy's chicken nugget was in 2015. So also when I was still in high school. Can you shut up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna roast you on this podcast. I don't know how, but I'm gonna roast you. (laughs) Didn't know we were going straight for the age. (laughs) Well, so she. you guys were introducing how it was the 30th podcast and I was like, I hmm, wonder how Meg's feels being 30, but I didn't go there, but now I'm going there and yeah, well, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you're going there. All right. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm about to be 31. See, I don't yeah, believe you that. are. I don't, I don't believe in that. a couple of weeks. I know. Doesn't she look 12? <laughs> Not 12, but <laughs> 12 like a little extreme. <laughs> not like people are calling the police when they see me out with yeah, Michael. I was supposed to say that might cause her some legal problems. <laughs> My husband who is several years older than me. Well, I'll have you know, lately people have been telling me that they're shocked that I'm 30 and I look like I'm in my early 20s. So, and I'm too young to have kids. So if my hair wasn't in a ponytail, I would absolutely do a hair flip right now. Wait. Where to go? Nope, it's on. Dang it. <laughs> I have a funny kid's story. Really? Yeah? yeah? So uh, when I got Harper, if those of you that know me, I have two dogs, Harper and Summer. I rescued them when I was in college. And uh, Harper was my first one. I got them about six months apart. And I had a not-so-favorable roommate situation, so I decided to go get a baby gate from... I think I went to like Home Depot or Lowe's because they were close and I wanted to put the baby gate in front of my bedroom door so that I didn't have to feel so enclosed in a bedroom with my door shut to contain my puppy. And I go to, Mm -hmm. we'll just say Home Depot because I think that's where I went. I go down the baby gate aisle and this man looks at me very strange and I was 20. It was my junior year. So I was 20 and that's a 
you could have a kid at that age. It's not impossible. It happens. Oh, I was, yeah. I was, I already had a one-year-old at that age. <laughs> so he's looking at me like, why am I purchasing a baby gate? And he literally tells me, you are too young to be purchasing that. And I said, huh. I said, good thing my baby has four legs. And then just walked away. <laughs> and then I get to the register. <laughs> That's amazing. I get to the register and the lady goes, oh, how old is your baby? I said, or did she say how old? I don't know. She asked something to where I said that, well, she has four legs. Her name is Harper and she's like a couple months old. <laughs> So that's always funny. So I, another joke of that related is that my mom does not have grandchildren yet from obviously not me and my brother has not had any either. So she has grand puppies and she, Mm -hmm. she babysits the grand puppies. She absolutely does. Her mom treats those dogs as if they are real life grandbabies. Mm -hmm. Like, I I have witnessed. All that looks gotta go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It do be like that sometimes. (sighs) Oh, it, ma- it makes me slightly okay, concerned so. for having human children, seeing how spoiled the four-legged <laughs> You'll never are. get that baby back. The <laughs> second you have a child, your mom is like, no, we're just going to have sleepovers. Three weeks old, old enough. It's fine. <laughs> like, I love it. Okay, so toddler food, check. <laughs> Dogs, check. Covering all of our bases. <laughs> um, okay, so we... You kind of hinted, Megs, a little bit at the mm-hmm. felt eye business, but obviously you started out as a crocheter. Me? me? Um, yes. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, like you, you obviously, uh, I've, I've only crocheted went, oh, for a year and a half, this. surprisingly. I started. So tell us how you got started. Uh, it was my New Year's resolution for 2022 to find a new hobby to fill my evenings being home alone. Um, because of my boyfriend's different shift work and I had TikTok of course we all did it was COVID we had nothing better to do uh and (laughs) for some reason crochet talk started showing up on my FYP and I was like I want to make that and it was like I think it was Katie's three-in-one bunny or something some sort of bunny because it was almost Easter and I was like I'm gonna learn how to make that and uh I went to Michael's I thought I was buying the yarn that they used but I was buying sweet snuggles unknowingly had never I had crocheted as a kid I think my friend and I would like make chains and would race and see who could make a chain the fastest and longest that was the extent of my crochet knowledge I didn't I didn't know about hook sizes I didn't know about weights any of that so I bought whatever hook the sweet snuggles said to buy and I think it tells you to get like a 10 millimeter or something like that something way bigger than what I actually use (laughs) way bigger (laughs) and I actually almost gave up on crochet because I couldn't get the magic ring to close on my first plushie. I walked away from it for a week mm-hmm. and came back, got it to work, and I've been crocheting since. And then I, I started making felt eyes for them because I saw that on TikTok as well. And I was like, oh, those are cute. Where do you remember who you saw them from? Probably Katie. Yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> yeah. She she that's was my so first. Funny. So you started right off the bat. So you started right off the bat with Ami Gurumi. Yes. Did you ever, have you ever ventured into any of the more like traditional type crochet stuff or have you just stuck with the Amis? Um, I have a, I don't, it's, it's of double crochets and it's like a star. I don't know what you would call that. It's just granny clusters. I think, no, it's not. 
Is it? I don't know. See, I no, I haven't ventured into it much. I'm. I have this thought okay. that I'm gonna finish this blanket, and it probably will not get finished. It is. You'll never finish. It, it is enough to cover the knees, like just the knees, not the thighs or calves. Yeah, and that's about it. <laughs> that's that is what we like to call a lap game. <laughs> so if you're making a lap game, you're yeah, done. I'm done. I'm good. Just, just call it that, and then you finish the project. Congrats! The, the ombre has hit three or four different colors, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, look at that! You're, you you yeah. finished it. I love that. It could, it could be a wall decor. It's, it's cute enough, small enough, little star. Sure, <laughs> it's whatever you want. It to be. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, what is? Do you have a favorite project to crochet, or is just like whatever is? inspiring you at the moment um, i think my go-to since i am always busy with felt ties is the instant gratification so i think a lot of people like talk about losing their crojo i always recommend like a something you could finish in less than an hour so you feel accomplished because i need that hey i finished yeah. a plushie so my go-to's lately it probably would be meg's tofu the turtle or uh <laughs> um like, uh, well, not really. I, li- I like bees. I like to do rainbow bees if I'm feeling colorful. Probably those. You made a lot of stegos. I did. I did hyper fixate on the stegosaurus from Mags as well. I was proud of you. I, I was proud of myself as well. I think that was the first like pattern of mine you completed. Yeah, we don't talk about puddles, Jess. <laughs> I was going to say that's the most like backhanded compliment that. <laughs> I don't mind you actually completed after she's been pattern writing for like a year. <laughs> it has been. It has been a year. It really has been. Yeah, it was May. Uh, puddles crazy, is still a town. puddle in the Newport News <laughs> landfill somewhere. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Great pattern if you have the time to finish it. It doesn't take that long. She's just a big baby. I got I got to please the people. I got to finish their eyes. Yeah, you do. You do. Speaking of eyes, um prioritize. Let's prioritize. <laughs> um so you obviously saw the eyes and decided, like, did you have your cricket machines and things before you started making eyes, or did you buy them specifically for the eyes? No, I had I uh, graduated in 2020 from college, and between, uh, like, all the money I got from different people added up to enough that I decided to get my own cricket. I started with a Explore 2 and did, like, the cliche, like, customized wine glass and dabbled in a t-shirt here and there so I had the experience Mm -hmm. of like ironing and stuff and then when I enjoyed that I upgraded to a maker and I did like wooden ornaments so I also had the experience of cutting through thicker material so sure doing felt eyes it was more of just watching others and taking note of what I was watching and testing things out for myself of what worked and what didn't and now we're here how how long do you think it took you to get from like from I want to make felt eyes 
to I successfully completed something I'm proud of and would be willing to sell. So when I first started making them, I had no intentions whatsoever to sell them. I worked full time. I This was just a hobby and I thought they looked nice on my plushies that I would eventually do markets with. Um, mm -hmm. But stitching with Abby, another friend of ours, uh, she was like, hey, where'd you get those? And I was like, oh, I made them. She's like, well, can you make me some? Or something along the lines. This has been mm -hmm. a while back. Uh, and I was like, well, I guess I could. I made, I used not stiffened felt, which I recommend stiffened felt at this point. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used very flimsy, crappy felt. And uh, they were not pretty. But I made 20 packs of them. And I, I sold them after like six or eight hours. <laughs> Uh, and I felt like I was on top of the world selling 20 packs. And then I just kept trying to come up with different things. And I think the, f where I finally felt like I, I was really good enough to like be mentioned by multiple people across the crochet community was probably August of last year, I ran a sale for my dog's birthday. Yes. I celebrate mm -hmm. my dog's birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> um and I remember calling Megs actually and crying because the sale was not not a bad cry kind of a bad cry it was like a stress cry my sale was so yeah. successful that I was worried how I was going to finish the because at the time my Etsy shop was like here's all the designs I can do purchase what you mm -hmm. want kind of like made to order sort of situation mm -hmm. and uh I had so many sales I didn't know when I was going to finish them <laughs> I, okay, so I remember these conversations so much because I remember when you moved from drops, from like made to order to drops because she, she did, she called me before she did like switched over to drops and she was like, I don't think I'll be successful doing drops. I don't think people know me. I don't think they like want my stuff enough. And I'm like, girl, do the dang drop. You will sell out. And she did every time. Like, it's been really fun. Like, um... Jess, I don't know, like, how much of the Ami world you follow. Obviously, felt eyes kind of fall into the Ami world. But, like, I've watched this girl go from from <laughs> kind of, you know, the start of somebody to, like, where she's at now. It's just been so freaking fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have, like, a thousand questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, so you kind of, like, stumbled into this as a business. Yes. It wasn't – because I'm always interested in, like – did you start out saying like, I want to make this a business or it was like, you know, so it sounds like you kind of gradually fell into like, oh, I guess this is a thing that I'm doing now and I'm selling them. Um, did you feel like, so, cause I see, I'll like catch some of your drops now. And obviously it's like wild. It's like people are like ravenous. It, it is termed the hunger games. Stuff. <laughs> It really yeah. has. It's turned into a, can we beat Megs to the eyes before she gets any? Right. So like, did it, was it pretty much always like that? Or was it like, okay, here's how we started out. And then how did, so I'm interested to know, like, how did it progress from wherever you started to where you're at now? Yeah. So, well, I wouldn't say I did stumble upon to this business, but I always had like this hope of, I guess side money like spending yeah. money not nearly like a full salary type money with my cricket when I got it but it was not felt eyes I had the 
the mm-hmm. vision of like the customized item type stuff. Um, so I'm definitely right. very thankful and happy that I did stumble into this because I enjoy the uh, use of the cricket and the process that I do. It is, uh, I don't know, like mindless for me kind of other than I I do use my spreadsheets of uh <laughs> how many <laughs> if I run a 12 inch thing of vinyl I get this many pairs of eyes out of it <laughs> not not the spreadsheets <laughs> but um no it definitely didn't start this way so so the last unlimited was quite insane uh we we'll stay tuned for when another one of those will happen but it definitely like I said when I my first one I did 20 packs and those sold after like eight hours like I woke up the next morning I went to bed and they weren't gone yet I woke up the next morning they were gone and I was over the moon and uh so to look back at that and I was then again when I did those 20 packs I was hand pressing them one eyeball at a time with a mini press and now I have an auto press that's 15 inches by 15 inches (laughs) so okay I'm just going to like spoil it right now because I know you're trying not to say it, but I'm going to say it because it's awesome. She was over the moon back then for 20 packs, but her most recent (laughs) drop, she sold over 2,000 packs, which is (laughs) freaking nuts. (laughs) That is crazy. It's amazing. (laughs) It it, it has been amazing, but it definitely, I I think I learned the... uh, you know how there's always a limit to everything <laughs> like physically that is probably mm-hmm. the, the physical limit of how many can get done in a month <laughs> yeah. i think we can beat this let's <laughs> let's try let's, to let's try let's to beat not, it <laughs> let's not try to push autumn's boundaries okay uh, yeah i respect my boundaries let's <laughs> yeah. i have not hit that point with my engraving yet obviously like I have not had that kind of like explosive growth but I feel you from like my hot cocoa bomb business I feel you in that I have I've I've figured out what my physical limit is of how much I can crank out the the physical limit is uh it takes me roughly an hour so this is after all the prep work's done it takes me roughly an hour just to press the vinyl layers onto the felt for like 10-ish packs so you you can if you want you could make a spreadsheet and determine how many hours it took me to do 24 autumn you could sell spreadsheets business listen my favorite sticker that people would put on their laptops in college is the excel icon and it said i excel that that was the (laughs) (laughs) Meg's just shaking her head in disappointment um oh i feel like i had another question and now i can't remember what it is so meg's if you have another question you should ask it, and I'm going to try and remember what the question was. Wow, way to be a <laughs> professional podcast. <laughs> okay, I, I think what's funny... I feel like you're not being professional over yeah. here with your Nintendo titles, okay? <laughs> Sorry, I have kids! <laughs> it's funny to me, because I feel like all these questions... I like could ask. I'm like, I know the answer to this. Why am I asking it? And I'm like, I'm not asking it for me. <laughs> yeah. Stop being in my head, Megs. <laughs> 
I even can predict what she eats for dinner. It's a science. <laughs> oh, I remember what my question was. Okay, thanks for stalling. Yeah, you're um, welcome. I feel like she's good at that. Okay, so my question was, yeah, um, how many, because I know you said you started off with like a different, you know, totally different felt than you're using now. How many iterations do you think, because I, I do the same thing with my process of, of different stuff that I make where it's like you start off and then you kind of keep making little changes and little improvements. So like how many iterations do you think you went through before you kind of landed on where you're at now? And do you think you're still going to make more changes or do you feel like I've got the formula figured out and like, this is what I'm going to stick oh, with? Oh man, I've been, I've been through lots of process changes as far as like the material. I've kind of always stuck with the same material. Once I figured out what I liked, uh, I probably like the felt, I probably went through four or five different types of felt till I figured out which one I liked. Uh, the vinyl brand, I've always liked Sizer, Caesar Sizer. There's a debate of how that's pronounced, but that's for another time. <laughs> like Stain or yeah. Stain. <laughs> uh, I've always liked that brand from the time I made t-shirts when I first got my Cricut. So I've kind of always stuck with that one. But as far as my process, oh yeah, it's it's changed a lot. I uh, I literally spend a whole day. Well, now we have Mama Adorables has joined the team. My mother does the felt pieces for me to allow for more quantities to be available in drops. But, but prior to that, to give a look into the process, uh, every sheet of felt, it's, um, they're 18 inches long, 12 by 18. And I heat and bond all of them. So I'll take like five to 10 rolls of heat and bond, depending on how many packs I want to make, cut them up into the 12 inch strips to go onto the felt and then iron it on the felt. That literally takes up a whole day's worth of energy just alone getting the felt ready. And then it's a lot of work. And then the next day or like not literal next day, but the next day I'm working on them uh, is running the felt through the cricket. And then another day is spent doing the vinyl through the cricket and then uh, the next day is spent cutting up the vinyl through the cricket so it, there's lots of I think uh people have been learning by me being live doing it but there's a lot of background work that I'm sure just with your tags and such you're used to before you actually get to the process of seeing a final product <laughs> like I do all yeah. that work and I'm like I'm nowhere like my spreadsheet it uh <laughs> i keep tally of how many packs i've finished and doing all that prep work you don't see the number go down it can it can get discouraging sometimes we get frequent spreadsheet <laughs> updates i do especially during the the past couple unlimiteds when it's insane amount of numbers to do they get a uh, they almost get like a nightly screenshot this is how many i've left <laughs> autumn's love, love language is spreadsheets it is love a progress report it's it's more the accountability keeping myself accountable no it if i was an organized person in that way um i i see the appeal i absolutely do and it would benefit me i just i do it for like a week and then i'm like nope (laughs) (laughs) who needs spreadsheets i'll just make turtles all day (laughs) straight up (laughs) Actual quote from Megs. <laughs> Abraham <laughs> Lincoln, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Okay, so like Meg said, I am not really in the Ami world, but I feel like a connection that Autumn and I do have is making 
things for fiber artists. Um, it's a little bit different than just being part of crochet talk in general. Like it's a kind of interesting little niche side thing. So what has your experience been like being someone who is in the crochet world, but also you're not necessarily doing the same thing as other crocheters doing a bunch of like, but you, you have done markets, correct? You've done a a few markets. Yeah. It's been, it's been a hot minute uh since i've done one i'm actually doing one in december but yeah i I have done them i do enjoy them and i'd like to do more yeah but that's like not your main focus in terms of like a side yeah definitely not yeah so like what is that what has that been like where it's like you're in the crochet world but your focus is maybe a little bit different than most people uh i'd say it's definitely you you have you probably relate to all this too, but you kind of have to keep up with the trends, like the the seasons, the trends. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I've noticed people are making larger plushies. So my last drop, I made larger eyes. So, and for me, at least my personal experience, I try to at least, if I like, I just did 45 millimeter eyes. I don't want to just sell these and people are like, well, what do I put that on? So I have to at least make a plushie that I can be like, this is what I made. And it works on this size type item where, so I guess that would probably be how I try to relate to the community. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I've been in this season recently where it's like the majority of stuff I crochet is to show off the stuff that I'm making. Mm -hmm. So I feel that like the pumpkin granny square bag, the whole reason I decided to make that bag was because I was doing this fall drop of patches. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, how, like, what's a way that I could show off that patch. That's a little bit unique. And I was like, Oh, I'll make a bag and I'll stitch it on. So yeah, I, I relate to that. Like, Hmm, what am I going to crochet? Well, it's going to be something to show off the stuff that I make. (laughs) I've learned it's very helpful. uh, And it doesn't have to just apply to felt eyes or tags or such. It's really helpful. It probably applies for patterns too. If, if the customer can see it in use or like how they would use it if they purchased it. So like with felt eyes, they see, Oh, she put it on this unicorn. I could put mine on a unicorn or something of the similar size, a pattern. Oh, they made it. They were able to make it in all these different yarns. That works. Oh, just made this bag and the tag fit nicely on it. Like, I think it's definitely a, a smart thing to give the example of your product in use when, when mm-hmm, applicable right. or able to see in pattern designing, it's just natural because what you're buying is what I'm making and yeah. what I'm making is what you're buying. Like, but like, I feel like, but really pattern promoting it is sitting and making it and showing it off after it's made. Like and pattern designing has right. grown to where you, you do kind of have to show it being made in different yarn weights at least because Absolutely. if I feel like you're restricted, if they see you only making it in one and they don't use that same one as you, they might feel like they can't do the pattern. Although the pattern says they could, yeah, right. just because they didn't see you do it, they feel like they can't do it. I would agree. I've definitely, like, I'm glad that I ventured into different different styles of chenille yarn just because of that fact. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could bring myself to get getting back into making worsted weight things and velvet things and blanket things and all that. Um, just so they do have the variety, but I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's cool though. I mean, it keeps you flexible Mm -hmm. as a crocheter too, which is, which is nice. And I feel like you can even apply that if, if you're listening and you're somebody who either has started a crochet business or you want to, 
like even if you're not making stuff for crocheters this is still applicable for you like if you make plushies if you make wearables if you make home decor um show your customer those objects in use show them what it looks like to you know have the um scrunchie or cardigan or stuffed animal like whatever it is that you make show it being used because that does make it more desirable yeah, after my uh first market it might have been my first or second I don't know, one of my early on markets um i actually asked customers if i could take their photograph with their purchase like if they bought a stuffed animal i would say can i i usually if they had children they said no but if it was a more grown child like a teenager or an adult buying the stuffed animal they were more than happy to take a picture and i share those pictures on my pages of a customer smiling with my product that just makes just that simple effort makes your project seem more desirable yeah absolutely that is a great marketing tip (laughs) but we're just gonna psa always ask permission permission, especially if children are involved and if you want to even <laughs> go if you want if you want to even go safer um online has a lot of like photo release forms that templates that you can just use for free you can have people sign those for like liability waivers and it's not a bad thing to do either yeah um great marketing tip i love that yeah, yeah. didn't know we were getting some bonus <laughs> marketing tips look at that <laughs> I think what's really fun for me as a pattern designer and you as a felt eye maker is how much we collab without intentionally collabing. Because yes. um, it'll be like, oh, I need something like this. And then uh, and then Autumn will just be like, great, I'm making something like that right now. You know, like, like, for example, when I had like Juniper and Joey the Jungle Babies and I did that whole line, like... I was like, Autumn, we need like natural eye colors. We need like green, blue, brown. We don't have these. And then she started making those. And I think, I think at this rate, those are probably your most popular those are, sold. I, I did a recent poll in yeah. on social media and that was my most requested. I, I've been uh, kind of the similar thing of losing Crojo, but not in, in the sense of felt eyes. I've been like, well, what color packs, like what color combos do I do? So I did a simple poll. And that is, that's the most requested is brown, yeah. brown, green, blue. You can thank me. <laughs> there she goes yeah. again, trying to take credit for everything. <sighs> you see what I have to deal with, oh, Autumn? Yes, I, when you don't deal with it, I deal with it. <laughs> wow, I feel like the third wheel right now. Yeah. See, Max, what you don't know is Autumn and yeah. I have conversations every week. We're like, is it your turn to deal with Max crap or is it my turn? <laughs> All right. Uh, plane tickets canceled. <laughs> oh, man. We have a we have a little, you know, support group where we're like, gosh, man. She's it's, 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 I, I didn't know episode 30 was the roast of Megs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% Somebody here has. for it. <laughs> it just seems Could crazy. you imagine... If we did a whole episode where all we did was bring people on to roast me. <laughs> I would sign I up to be on here again. That. We, should, we should have an episode where it's the roast of Mags and then the roast of Jess. like, And just bring on a bunch of our friends from TikTok to do like a little roast. That would be amazing. Um, so please happy. email us and let us know if that's something that appeals to you. Because I'm so down to be roasted. I love the idea of this. But not too roasted. I will. <laughs> 
Um, like <laughs> slightly charred marshmallow roasted. Light, light roast, medium roast, dark roast. A blonde roast. <laughs> My go-to. <laughs> we can tie it in because we're always talking about coffee. Absolutely. Hey, I'm pretty for someone who doesn't drink coffee. I'm very proud of myself for um knowing those roast terms. See, here's the thing. Yeah. It's so funny to me that you don't drink coffee because I feel like Starbucks drinks are like everything that you would love. My boyfriend has that covered. He he drinks the Starbucks in the relationship. Mm. He drinks enough Starbies for the <laughs> both of you. Austin is the basic white girl in that relationship. <laughs> Listen, we rarely go to Starbucks, but if we do... I will get like the Americano with just just espresso and water, and Michael's like Java chip frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> Austin gets a uh, white chocolate mocha latte. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know, but it's it. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me. I, I definitely. It does not seem like a manly drink when they hand it to me <laughs> for him. No. And you know what's funny is Michael has no in between. It's on his black coffee, and it's like I've been weathered by the storms of life, and I'm drinking the blackest coffee there is, or the Java chip frappuccino, and or he likes um, chai with no water, extra pump of chai, and cinnamon whatever something on top, like so extra. It's it's even funnier when you know Michael's personality. <laughs> right. Yeah. He is both the weirdest mix of like very manly and He's like the manliest girly guy or the girliest manly man. I don't know how to describe it, but he truly is. He's very secure. He's, in his he's like extremely he's masculine and secure, but in the most feminine way. And I don't understand it, but it just works. <laughs> It works, and I love that. Me movie. too. I really yes. do. Michael's great. <laughs> oh man, that got oh, me. Man. The job <laughs> chip. <laughs> uh, he loves a good Java chip. Okay, but Davy, Davy is absolutely like a frat boy. Like he <laughs> really <laughs> a frat boy. A frat boy. A frat. Yeah, I was gonna say you might want to pronounce frat. <laughs> frat with a P. Um, he's absolutely a frat boy. Um, (laughs) we're starting to get to that point where everything's funny everything's megs i'll just uh, let me get this train back on the tracks um megs do you have any other questions for autumn i think i i feel like all of my bases have been covered and i feel like i've learned a lot yeah what yeah. uh should, so should we fill in just that you are one day gonna take over autumn's adorables with your joy cricket oh she may know um <laughs> so i am stealing katie did's felt eye making and hannah's and autumn's and i am now gonna be the felt eye mass producer on my joy cricket Yes, yeah, you've been plotting, I feel Right, like. so the Joy Cricket, if you're not familiar, is the smallest machine you can buy. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. But have <laughs> no fear, because wholesale is coming. It's like, you know how, like, different food companies or, like, beverage companies take pride in its, like, small batch, you know? Like, yeah. that makes it more 
premium if you make them in small batches. Yeah. You're like going to provide the most premium eyes because you're making them in the smallest batch. I, I have the snack size cricket, but I'm going to make the king size candy. I'm telling you. Autumn, keep those spreadsheets close. <laughs> no, I'm a little nervous. I've shared okay. too much information already. <laughs> Tell me know. all the secrets. No. Notes. Enemy. It's even funnier because I actually absolutely like I like cutting felt and I don't mind putting heat and bond on felt, but cutting vinyl and it, I guess cutting vinyl isn't like the end of the world. Don't love it, don't hate it, but doing both and then combining them is like the bane of my existence. <laughs> I like genuinely and very sincerely do not enjoy doing it at all. So like as soon as I got that machine, people were like, "Oh, when are we going to get Meg's eyes? I need Meg's eyes. First of all, you guys are jumping the gun because we don't we haven't even seen a design. You don't know what that's going to look like. Second of all, it's not going to look like anything. It doesn't exist. It won't exist. I just like to picture that Meg's eyes are like completely funky. <laughs> like Meg's eyes, maybe they've had one too many and they're just not thinking straight. Um I have uh, cornered the market on dots, so <laughs> oh patent pending. Do not make felt dots. <laughs> Is that was that like your first run of eyes? Were just dots? I I, no, I haven't made she any. She means any literally eyes. like just like circles felt. of felt, straight up. No no felt dots. No vinyl. Circles. No no nothing. Just just a solid color. Bond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Simplicity. Bring it back to the basics. Exactly. So that is what I'm about the putting stuff together because that's how I feel about my handles. So I make like leather basket handles, but because the leather that I use has like a fuzzy back and I want the handles to be leather on both sides, I have to heat and bond them together. And bro, I put off that part yep. because I do not want there, to. There it. is. So like, I, there is a strong reasoning behind why Mama Adorables took over the felt process part <laughs> yeah i can run uh, and cut up vinyl all day my least favorite mm -hmm. part is heat and bonding felt and putting it through the machine yeah so oh, i have two questions here oh boy number one what so what is the hope now so like obviously you're like you're a big name in the game when it comes to felt eyes. And I don't think we have to be humble about that. That's just straight facts. No printer. Shout out to Shelby. Um, it's like, you are, you're kind of the top dog. And, and I, I'm just straight up saying it right there. What is your hopes for the future? What, where would you like to take Autumn's Adorables? Where would you like to see it go? What are your goals? Like, what do you, you know? Well, I'm tell us your five. <laughs> I'm very glad you called me a top dog and not a prized cow. Uh, <laughs> There's only one person who can hold that title. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, it's definitely strange because if you had asked me this three years ago, like fresh out of college, never would have imagined it. Uh, so I think now that it it's a thing and it's definitely a life changer for me. Uh, I have successfully achieved personal goals that I have set for myself with my business. Um, and I think now 
the the whole thought of potentially uh like a whole stay-at-home mom type situation i don't think i could ever fully do it personally uh but the fact that growing up from a situ uh a single mother who worked multiple mm-hmm. jobs the thought that i will be able to do things for them and not have to do that is insane so that that's probably mm-hmm. my next biggest goal obviously that would require the child but right <laughs> and there are more <laughs> there's multiple steps before getting to the child but <laughs> like like an engagement ring Austin. <laughs> dallas we have to cover all the steps ring in this pod proposal Austin. <laughs> Um, just, just to fill you in, it is a much talked about topic that I do not have a ring. <laughs> I am getting that sense. Listen, yeah. listen, <laughs> this man is in the military. All right. In the military, homie and her have been together for a while, Two and a, half a years. long time. How many years? Two and a half. Two and a half years. And they're not married yet. They should have been married two okay. months in. Three months after meeting Davey doesn't mean that everyone else has to do that. <laughs> but anyway, okay. first of all, it was eight months. We were an odd situation because we aren't military. Autumn is military. You breathe at each other and you're married. Okay. <laughs> okay let her finish her story. <laughs> I got kind of lost there. But anyway, so the thought of that, I could, I think the least I would, I I don't know if I could ever commit to completely quitting a full-time job, but the thought Mm -hmm. that maybe I could do like a part-time job and be able to put more effort into my business and still feel financially stable, that is definitely like, that's mind-blowing personally, especially since fresh out of college, I lived paycheck to paycheck off of Chef Boyardee, so... You doing the dang yeah. thing. Just to know that it's like an option. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Whether or not I choose yeah. to explore it is still up in the air, but uh, the possibility is definitely mind-blowing and very thankful for. We're constantly pressuring her to do it. So there's also that. <laughs> I am definitely pressured hey, to be full-time felt daddy on multiple occasions. <laughs> Absolutely. As, as someone outside of the AMI community, the AMI community, <laughs> I just want to let you Oh boy! You can do whatever you want to do, Jessica. You don't have to make Jessica, decision. Shut up, Jessica. Stop it, Panera owner over there. Okay, you <laughs> can make whatever life choices you want to make based on what. As long you. as it's convenient for me. Did I say it's your turn? For your TikTok followers, do not get to run your life. Okay, you do. Noted. I feel like I, I feel like I'm more than just a TikTok follower. Thank you. But you're not the only one. I'm sure there's lots of people on TikTok saying, we want you to do this all the time and never do anything else. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Literally, the yeah. funny thing is, so. this is this is a funny thing. Uh, my last drop last week, I asked permission to my friends if I could crochet during the drop instead of work on eyes. <laughs> she straight up was like, is it, would we, because we, so she... We planned it out where she sold out of her felt eyes and then I dropped my willow duck. And she literally says to me, is it okay if I crochet instead of do felt eyes? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser. You can do whatever you want. Just just do it. Yeah. 
Listen, I've never asked for permission on a live, but I have felt that pressure before. Totally. Like, okay. I have engraving stuff that, you know, is on the list, but I really want to crochet and I hope that people aren't like judging me for choosing to crochet over mm-hmm. working on this, you know. It's yeah, that's, it's always, that's always in the back of my yeah. head. Like like Oh. Oh totally. if they see me doing this, they're gonna know I'm not working on eyes. <laughs> I can confirm, with the exception of a few people who who have some reading comprehension issues, none of us think that. <laughs> Except for, where's my dang crude eyes? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. USPS is having some... Oh, one of my packages is just lost in the mail right now. Love that. Yeah. Totally nobody's oh, fault. God. Just USPS doing their thing, you know. <laughs> It'll get there when it gets there. <laughs> okay, last question. Um, it's it's a two-parter. So it's really two questions. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but they, they relate to each other. Is anything coming up soon in terms of felt eye drops? And can we get a sneak peek about what might be in it? Oh, Sure, because I like being sneaky that you have to be supporting my friends in order to find things out. So, for those of you lovely people who support mm-hmm. Megs and Jess in the Crochet Bay podcast, um, yes, the next drop is September 22nd at my usual yeah. time <laughs> of 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know, the best time zone. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jess, you're in it. I, I, she's in Michigan. Okay, but see, Eastern, yeah. listen, geography not the strong suit. I know Michigan is up north, and I know it's to the. If you're looking at a map, it's to the left of Virginia. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, it is on September 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I am collaborating with Katie Dids and Hannah Garumi. And there will what? <laughs> there will be some Katie Did's eyes coming out of the vault that she has. Well, she mostly. We have named Bubble Eyes. Um, if you go check out her Instagram and scroll back about probably a year and a half, about when she was doing her South Carolina craft fair, and she was making um, stuff for that, she used these eyes on there. I recently posted them on my latest unicorn creation. And then we will have, what else will we have? Oh, we will have some non-lash neutral eyes. So just yes, like neutral gender, neutral color. You can use them. I used them recently on my Lolo ducky. Uh, there's, there's that example on my Instagram. And then we will have stitch eyes for the oh-so-beloved blue alien that is a saint- is a, a curse and a what, what's that term? A curse and a saint. A blessing, blessing and a curse. There we go. Blessing and a curse. <laughs> Literally, he is the bane of every <laughs> army crochet's existence. Can you make a stitch? Will you make me a stitch? Can you make a stitch? <laughs> you sail stitch. I don't know the stitch you speak of, but I have a blue alien. <laughs> and then blob mouths from Blob Ooh. the Frog. The little we get blob mouths. This is so exciting. I I thought you maybe would like give us a hint on one of them. Oh, I didn't that, think you were going to drop. Full blown reveal the drop. <laughs> Whole pot. What a gift. <laughs> Treasure. 
<clears throat> well, we will definitely have all of uh, Autumn's stuff linked in the show notes. So if oh, you boy. are not currently following her or don't know where to find her stuff, we'll make sure that you know exactly where to find it. The, the best and, place, yeah. this is not really the best place, but it is a hilarious place to find out about my eyes is Meg's, <laughs> Meg's, her inbox of any sorts. <laughs> She loves getting those messages. Okay, okay. I'm asking when the next drop of autumn. And, and what you guys what size have, to use? You have no idea. My Etsy messages are about twenty percent people like telling me that they cannot download their P- their PDFs for some reason, and about eighty percent people asking me questions about autumn spell ties. I have become her customer service rep. <laughs> With her Nintendo Switch headset. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's doing it all. She's super mom. <laughs> with my with my uh, lasagna that I couldn't make today. What's the Reba McIntyre song? Just like cue that. Oh, I don't know. About the like. Oh. A single works to <laughs> <laughs> The heart of the fighter. <laughs> oh man, it's so. <laughs> I'm just picturing you making a TikTok, like showing all the different things you do with that song in the background. No, no, no. You need the you one. Know, like, you need the one people do fine. with the uh, the Full House theme song, and you're just like all the different <laughs> things you do. You just like introduce yourself as that thing. <laughs> But it's marketing customer service. It's gonna be like ridiculous things. Like picking up my kids' pile of laundry in the hallway because the laundry basket in the room isn't good enough, apparently. And then uh telling us that you're smelling what they're pooping. <laughs> yeah. Very important job title. Very important job title. Well on that note. <laughs> Autumn, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Um, like, I'm a socially awkward like person, so you did fantastic, and you did not seem awkward mm-hmm. at all. So go you. <laughs> um, any other things that you want to add, Megs? Before we, I don't think so. Just make sure to go and follow Autumn on all her socials. She also does text alerts for her felt eye drops. Um, So you can sign Mm -hmm. up for those and you can get that information um, in her link tree, which will be linked in the show notes as well. So thanks again, Autumn, for being on the podcast. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Yay! Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Meg's Eyes, a totally new and innovative felt eye for your amigurumi. Some may say it's just a circle, literally a dot of felt cut on a Wish.com cricket. But these eyes are a completely refreshing and simple take on felt eyes. Could anyone, and I mean anyone, cut out a circle of felt and call it an eye? No, these are patented and invented by Megs. So don't even think about attempting to steal this completely new idea. Do the right thing. Finish off your Amis with the perfect touch, Meg's eyes. It's time to exercise your eyes. Okay, so this kind of has become a thing now where we have like this whole new segment that we kind of, we just read emails and things, right? 
I love I, I suppose yeah. we can formally make it a new segment. Um, and it's really exciting for both of us. I think we both really get giddy about it. And um, this one's a little bit different because I'm bringing it up. It's not an email. We got a letter. Um, so someone sent us a letter to our P.O. box. And I love it. A song from Blue's Clues. You know, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. Anyway. Yes, I, I appreciate that so much. Um, so I'm going to read this letter because it's so sweet and it's so fun. And I just, it, it makes me giddy. And before I read it, she sent it to us because she sent granny squares for the Great Granathon. So I'm just going to remind the people we are still doing the Great Granathon. Um, you can still send granny squares to my P.O. box. We encourage you to do it. I think we'll probably set a deadline for it soon. So now is the time to get them done and get them sent in. Um, Because we want to get this thing rolling. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to read this. So it says, Dear Crochet Base, my name is August and I'm 12 years old. I crochet plushies all the time. I learned how to crochet in February of 2023. Ever since I started crocheting, I've been hooked. I love your podcast so much. I listen to it all the time and look forward to new episodes. I'm also a Christian and I thought it was awesome when I figured out you guys were Christians too. I'm homeschooled, which means more time for crochet. When I heard y'all were doing the Great Granathon, I was so excited to make some granny squares. I hope these will work for the blanket. Also, something I've wanted to or I've wanted you all to do for a while is make a YouTube channel. I'm not allowed to have TikTok or Instagram, but I can have YouTube. Also, if you don't mind, could you write us back? If you're too busy, that's okay, August. I love this little letter. It is so sweet. August, thank you so much. Um, it might yes. it might be a little delayed, but I have full intentions of writing you back. Um, YouTube is not something that we have decided on, but we will definitely keep it in mind. And um, it may be a bummer to not have Instagram and TikTok, but I promise you it's a good thing. And stay off of it as long <laughs> as possible. Yes. Uh, but we're so glad that you can listen to the podcast. Yeah. That you wrote us a letter, so cool. Also, the granny squares are beautiful, and your work is so amazing. We were admiring them before we started recording. You did a great job, and they are perfect for the granathon blanket. So, thank you so much. I audibly gasped at the one with the circle y stuff in the middle. I like, she did. I was there, I witnessed. I was there. I think we also have a new um, review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, let's read it. This is actually from our friend Mal. She (gasps) said, best by far. This podcast is amazing. I listen at work and am constantly cracking up. Who knew crochet could be so fun? You have to listen. I feel. I don't think I've read that one. If I I don't think you did either, but I'm loving this. You guys are so well, like spoken typed however you want to say it i feel like i'm reading <laughs> reviews for like bestseller books Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. like we should like we should have a a picture of like the crochet bays logo that looks like a magazine or something and just have like the little like slapped thing that says you know some of these reviews like it's new york times or something but it's just like our friends <laughs> We'll just put the Crochet Base Times bestseller. The Crochet Base Times. I love it. 
Oh, thanks for that review, Mal. We appreciate it. And if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review and a rating because that helps us to find more crochet friends. And if you want to roast me in your review, absolutely do it. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Just as as long as it's not me. I need you guys to be nice to me. Um, But be mean to Megs, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, shut up and take my money. Yeah, please. I think you probably, you guys probably already know what's coming. Because let's be honest, this yeah, whole you, thing you might be able to guess. has been about autumn, and we love it. Yeah. So today's "Shut Up and Take My Money" is absolutely autumn's felt eyes. Um, I am a felt eye connoisseur, if you will. I love them. I have them. I have way more than I probably need, but I will continue to buy more. Um, They quite honestly are lovely. Autumn stuff is so high quality. It's so pretty. It's so just everything and amazing. And I'm not even just saying that because she's my friend. We became friends because I kept buying her stuff so much. I funded her kitchen remodel. Let's be honest. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's just shaking her head over there like, shut up. I personally personally funded it. (laughs) No, they truly are awesome. And there's such a variety that you can use on so many different things. I mean, literally go look at Katie did's Instagram, look at mine, look at Hannah's, look at Autumn's, look at Abby's, look at a lot of the felt, or not the felt, the crochet, um, crocheters within the community you're gonna probably see autumn's eyes at some point so on september 22nd that is your next opportunity to get a pair they go fast and i'm not even joking five minutes or less they will be gone you it in the eye you need to be there and be ready get your card saved get it all ready to go um, it will be on autumnsadorables.com she does all of her felt eye drops at 6 p.m eastern standard time and you need them so make sure you get a pack or two or 20 like me yeah and you know it's gonna be great i was gonna say something and then i was like no that's stupid so i didn't say it what was it what were you gonna say that was stupid no i'm not gonna say it It was stupid i mean you literally have the power to cut it out so like (laughs) go off queen i have the power to cut it out manually which is just not saying it that's rude. I I'm offended. Now you really now you really want to know what I'm I I absolutely do cuz now now you're just making it sound like it's juicy. It's not. Mm. I'll pray about it. Okay. What did God say? He said no. Dang it. <laughs> Every time. Can't argue with the big man. <laughs> Oh, it is that point in the evening where it is time to go to sleep. It's bedtime. Yeah. It's bedtime. I am E.P. E.P.? What are you? What are you, five? No, it's, the missile is very tight. Oh, yeah. E.B.'s and Neebies to sleepy. I could literally quote that entire audio, and I do often. You absolutely do. Oh. I will tell Michael that I'm tired. I'm like, I E B and Nibi to sleepy. 
Just a little sleeging time. You, you should get a t-shirt that says, I E B and E B to sleepy with, <gasps> with Duncan just like sprawled out at the I bottom. E B and E B that. <laughs> oh, sign us out before this gets bad. Okay. Oh, thank you for listening everyone, to this chaos that we call the crochet base podcast we appreciate you all listening through the chaos and we hope that you enjoy it despite all of the craziness um make sure to share it with a friend a friend that doesn't mind a little bit of chaos and uh we hope that you guys are having a great day and until next time crochet drink coffee and be kind okay bye Crochet bays. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah.